The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 21st chapter. Jesus said, And there will be signs in sun and moons and stars, and on the earth distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. And he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves and know that the summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all this has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighted down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Around this time every year, as the new church year begins, the lectionary reminds us that darkness is coming and that it is coming for us. At first, this prophecy can be frightening, especially because Jesus describes a terrible end for things. And it didn't take long. It started locally, just as Jesus predicted, in the year 70 A.D., when Jerusalem was sacked and the temple destroyed by the Romans. Since then, history has been a pretty solid run of false prophets, fake messiahs, wars, famines, earthquakes, betrayals, beatings, trials, and executions. Even America feels a bit wobbly right now. All that's left to happen is for the heavens to shake until the sun and the moon and the stars come crashing down on our heads, leaving us in the dark. But Jesus also promised that darkness is not really a problem for us. As you know, darkness is actually quite common in the Christian life. Think of midnight on Christmas, the eclipse on Good Friday at Golgotha, the torn flesh of Jesus sealed in the tomb for three days behind a stone, 
or even the dark night of the soul. It turns out that darkness is not a threat to us so long as we do not fall asleep. It's the sleep that will ruin us. When we sleep on Jesus, we are like the disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane, dreaming of a strong and proud world where we are kings and Jesus doesn't need a cross. As if there is a way into the next life without his bloody atonement for our sins and his forgiving touch in his word and sacraments. But dreaming our way through this life just has not worked out. Our world has been relying on our wits and our work for the last 2,000 years, but it has been a long, brutal trudge of lies, hate, injustice, oppression, destruction, and death. This has left most people all around the world angry and hopeless. The point is quite clear. On our own, we are just not very good at life. And it's a bad dream to say that we are. But when we stay awake in Jesus, even the darkness is our ally. How? First, lying awake in the darkness humbles us. When we are up in the middle of the night, restless and anxious and sleepless, then it is time to admit that we have made a hash of life. It is time to admit that we are sinners and that we cannot fix ourselves. It is time to repent. Being awake in the darkness also sharpens our focus. Darkness is an enemy of sight, but an ally of sound. When the darkness closes our eyes, it opens our ears, offering us the chance to listen well. Suddenly we realize that when Jesus says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away, he is leaving us the erections home. So long as Jesus keeps talking and we keep listening, we are never lost or alone, or confused about what to do or where to go. When we actually listen and we walk toward his voice, more literally, when we walk in his voice and abide in his word, then Jesus is putting us on a path that is safe and just and pure and calming and satisfying on a way that is a blessing to us and a pleasure to our Heavenly Father. Finally, the darkness offers us a divine gift that is specially suited for our time. Darkness keeps us from seeing the differences between people, the sort of differences in dignity that St. James forbids us from observing. 
the differences between rich and poor, powerful and weak, important and unimportant, differences in nationality and skin color and sex. So the darkness keeps us from favoring some people over others. Instead, when the whole world is dark, then the whole world is the same. And we enter into every part of it with exactly the same love, the same generosity, the same prayers, and the same merciful service. When our only light is the light of Christ, then our only goal is the one Jesus left us in the Great Commission, to wake up everybody everywhere and to baptize and to teach them to treasure every gift that Jesus left for all of us. This was the great promise in Eden after the fall, that our Heavenly Father still loves us and He wants all His children home again, and we wouldn't want to sleep on that. This is the great good that we are given to do as we stay awake, just as St. Micah says. We are to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with our God, even in the present darkness. The end of any year can bring a bit of weariness, and so for our encouragement, our Lord always gives us signs. Last time it was a star in the night sky over Jesus' manger. Next time it will be Jesus himself. In bright power and glory arriving once the sun and moon and the stars fall from the sky to clear his way. Then the holy light of our Savior will make everything startlingly transparent. It will be a terrible sight for enemies and demons, for those who will not love Jesus and have him as their Lord. But for us, it will be a sign that our salvation is here and our long night here is finally over. Then his angels sweep us up for the ride of our lives as proof that we are saved, not by our good lives, but our good deaths, a blessed death in Christ Jesus. And then it will all end just as the monks say. The Lord will come soon. He will not delay. The Lord will make the darkest places bright, now and forever. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.